0: Listen to this. Do you think some of them should resign? Should Senator Cruz or Senator Hawley resign? I think they should be just flat beaten the next time they run. Whoa. What was that? Senator Cruz and this other woman he's talking about should be beaten the next time they run. Beaten. Now, this is rhetoric coming from the future president of the United States. Could you imagine if President Trump said something like this, that so-and-so should be beaten the next time they run? Could you imagine the press corps, what they would say, how they would react? Well, how did the press corps react? Absolutely nothing. Instead, they pointed the finger at Donald Trump, at President Donald Trump, and said he was out there inciting violence. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Hey, this is scriptwriter Steve. Today is January 9th, 2021. Um you've reached Barbecue to Movies. I just finished right now it's about 3:54 a.m. and uh I just pulled my brisket out of the oven. I have um I will tell you what happened with that. It it's actually uh looking still good. I'm it's for my barbecue today. I have some buddies coming over and uh but <laughs> may have overcooked it a little because uh, my temperature probe was a bit off. But anyway, more important than that, that, I want to get into the politics of everything. So we're going to talk barbecue today and we're going to talk politics. We're going to like skip over the movie part, but we'll get straight into this. We got to get really into this right after these messages. All right, people, I am back here. I got my diet Pepsi here to the left of me got some YouTube in front of me, and I want to play you a clip. Uh, this is Representative Maxine Waters, you know, her, Her. Um, I don't know what to talk about her, I don't know what to say about her, but uh, I'll keep, I'll let her words speak for itself. So why don't we play a clip here? Hold on. Here we go. If we can't protect the children, we can't protect anybody. If you see anybody from that cabin. Hey, All right. So she's saying if you see conservatives or anyone out there or uh, re- Republican uh, operatives, and these, and she was talking about Trump aides, you see them out in public, you create a crowd around them. You push against them and tell them you're not welcome. Now, that is exact rhetoric on how to incite a riot or to get someone hurt now luckily a lot of democrats mean a handful of them did did actually speak out against this and say that's wrong but nothing happened to maxine waters absolutely nothing and the press they were very lenient on her when she said that now president trump he's never said anything close to similar i don't remember any republican uh politician saying anything close to that type of rhetoric or that that rate Rising to that level of rhetoric, yet Republicans are are considered, you know, right now, any Trump supporter is considered a domestic terrorist, a Nazi. I've been called. Now I don't take part in most uh, um, MAGA rallies. I've been to a few for, you know, President Trump, which are just more like a political thing. But I, I don't go out there and protest at the, at the Capitol or nothing like that. Even here in Hawaii, never did. But, you know, what happened over there in the Capitol, you know, while Antifa may have infiltrated, you know, I have to let you conservatives know that there were a lot of Trump supporters in there. And when I took a look at that video, all the videos, most of it, and here's what I realized. CNN and all these, you know, you know people, they're, they're replaying the same clips over and over and over again and for the, and where there's you know you know MAGA supporters or maybe it was Antifa whoever it was smashing windows and then going into and then you know going into the house chambers and sitting in the chair and everything like that this was considered domestic terrorism it should not have been done i really think there's a lot better way to do it but even then you know what are the, these are americans who feel who truly believe that their rights their voting rights are being taken away and they really do have a strong argument. And to have the the and here's the main thing. They just want the evidence. I, I would say the majority of them just want the evidence to be heard. They want the evidence to be debated. But the left, like I have said for ever since I started this whole podcast and even before then, the left does not want a debate. They always say the debate is over, but they've never engaged in a debate on anything. Oh, banned straws. No debate there. Even though if we examine the science of, of straws, of plastic straws, we see that plastic straws don't cause most of the, the environmental damage in the ocean. Absolutely. He caused 0.01% and 000001 we're, percent and, and, and we're changing to, you know, paper straws, which are not even close to efficient. Global warming. Oh, the debate is over. The debate is over. It's so over, and they're telling everyone that we have to change our lifestyle while they don't, and they buy beachfront property. Obama buys beachfront property here in Hawaii. He actually bought out the Magnum house. You Remember the old Magnum where Higgins was? He bought that out. He'll be living on the beach in Hawaii, and here he is screaming about global warming. Right. He, he said that, you know, Trump, he, he left, he left the Paris climate accord. So the whole, the, you know, the whole state of Hawaii is going to basically, you know, be underwater. According to them, according to Al Gore, I saw inconvenient truth. I saw us on the map. I saw the ocean overtake us. Well, after, after Al Gore said that, right. After we reached the so-called tipping point, well, <laughs> nothing happened. In fact, after Al Gore made that first video, he bought oceanfront property over there in California. All the liberals they bought what is what do you think Martha's vineyard is it's not very high above sea level no not at all these people they don't believe anything they say and now they're saying oh you know these people who stormed the capitol are domestic terrorists and trump incited that violence you really think trump's speech incited that violence right there no now, this was just mob mentality, which is not healthy at all either. But and once the mob mentality, once mob mentality starts moving in a direction, you know, b- good things don't happen. Bad things happen. The Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl. Mob mentality, they start burning, they start overturning police cars and burning them. That's the Super Bowl, you should be happy. But people are just so, you know, they're just so riled up and they all start moving in one direction and usually it's the wrong one. You know that's the reason. I mean, people riot over sports. You know, people engage into fights over over sports. Just over in in Europe, they have soccer hooligans. They literally have soccer hooligans who ransack businesses and everything just over over a bad call by the referee. They'll find they'll try to find that referee and kill him, right? Over a soccer match. How crazy is that, right? And that's not considered domestic terrorism. That's just, it falls under the guise of just, you know, just mob mentality, very bad, triggered individuals, right? You know, (laughs) here's the thing. Trump supporters, I'm a Trump supporter. We're all First Amendment right people. We love freedom of speech. If you disagree with us, we're fine with it, right? Right? If you offend us, and you call me all different names, I've been called all different names. You know, some close friends of mine who aren't even friends anymore have called me every single name under the under the sky. And it, some of it hurts my feelings, I'll be honest. And so a lot of it is just disbelief. I say, wow, you've known me for this long and you call me this name. But At the end, they say, okay, you have the right to believe what you want to believe. And they want to unfriend me. You know, 10, 15 years, we've been high school classmates. You want to unfriend me. Fine. You've known me about all my life. You know I'm not a bad person. But all of a sudden, because I vote for Donald Trump, I am, he's Satan. Therefore, I am like one of the surrogates spreading around hate. Do I look like a hateful guy? Do I sound like a hateful guy? No. I just have a disagreeing opinion. Now, I'm okay with them disagreeing with me. But they're not okay with me disagreeing with them. So they shut me down. They cancel our friendship. And and same thing, the debate is over. They don't want to talk about, they don't want to have a debate. They don't want to have a conversation. Well, they don't even want to talk about simple things like what what Maxine Waters, what she said, is that offensive? What Joe Biden just said, is that offensive? Is global warming? Can we debate the scientific merit of global warming? No, absolutely not. Can we debate that Donald Trump maybe did a good job? Maybe the border wall is working. Maybe we need stronger borders. How about his response to COVID? Maybe it w- was a good thing. Oh, how about his, um, his, uh, his rhetoric when he said uh, right there on stage, well, maybe you when, when, they, were, when they were talking about, um, I guess, cert- certain chemicals, and he said jokingly, and maybe he wasn't joking, who knows, or oh, could you actually put that into your body to f- if you knew it to fix it? And the and the person there, you know, on stage, kind of laughed at it. The doctor kind of laughed at it. But here's the thing: <laughs> you know, in prescription medication, especially psych meds, they use very toxic metals to control a person's psyche. Metals, and these toxin, these these so-called toxic metals. And again, toxicity is not a matter of ingredient; it's a matter of of uh, of of um of a, of, uh, what's that word here? Volume, right? It's a matter of like how much you have. So even water, if you have too much volume of it, it it becomes very toxic. You can drown of too much water, right? You can In fact, you could drink too much water and you can die. You can drink. If you chug too much soy sauce, you can die. I remember a few, I think it was maybe two or three years ago, uh, part of this fr- fraternity, I think part of the initiation was to have these kids jug a whole gallon of soy sauce. Well guess what? they died and those kids, those college kids who forced them to chug soy sauce because it was part of their initiation that night, well, they got sent to prison or something. They got sent to jail. So anything can be toxic. it's just a matter of how much you how much you have of it. It's called LD50, lethal dose average. So again, they put these metals into your into pills and that's a lot of the psychiatric medicine is very toxic if you have too much. It can damage your liver. In fact, prescription medicine, if you have too much, it can kill you. All right. But then they don't want to have that debate. So again, we have all these like, you know, different things in vaccines. We have stuff that's, that's pretty bad if you have too much of it in vaccines. But vaccines, now you may just disagree with me, But they do work on a certain level. They do work. Not all vaccines are the same. Some don't work. But again, why can't you have that conversation and say, hey, what Trump said wasn't all that stupid? Even if he said he backed up and said he was joking and it was rhetoric. Well, it's not exactly all foolish. And can we have that conversation with what he said wasn't all that foolish? And why aren't pharmacists out there saying, well, what he said is not all that foolish because there are, quote unquote, you know, toxic materials in current prescriptions and vaccines out there. So to use a a so-called toxic material to fight COVID may not be out of the realm. You know, snake venom, snake venom, right? The anti-venom is made by venom. All right. Why Why don't we just say that? So anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here, but this is what it is: the left right now, by nature, I'm not sure why, they just don't want to have the conversation. For me, I personally think that, I don't think they feel their arguments can hold up under under heavy cross examination. In fact, if you ever have a strong Republican and a a strong Democrat, and they argue on the merits, that Democrat. That Democrat would usually lose. You have to be a certain level of metaphoric thinker to be a Democrat and to believe whatever they push actually works. I mean, for example, let's talk about global warming. Well, how do you fix global warming? Higher taxes. Really? Higher taxes never stop people from smoking. It never did. You know, the cigarette tax. They said that would stop people from smoking. It would stop kids from smoking. No, it didn't. You know, people don't care. So it became, it it became a fundraising method for the Democrats. A cigarette tax. They just tax, it's a sin tax, right? It doesn't stop anyone. You want to smoke, you smoke, you pay for it. So again, the global warming tax, the carbon credit tax, it's just a way for the Democrats to raise money. But the liberals, They want to believe the rhetoric that it's, oh, if you pay the carbon tax, you're doing your part of the, your, your part, you're not being part of the problem. So you go, you can go out there and take that vacation. You can go out there and fly on that private plane without any guilt, without any guilt. (laughs) They, they just don't want it. Now here's what's happening right now. The president of the United States the president of the United States, he got his Twitter account deleted like indefinitely. It's not coming back. I don't think it's coming back. They said they suspended it permanently. His Twitter account, the account which he used to communicate with the, the American people without the press getting in the way. Twitter decided to take him down. Well, first they censored him. They censored the leader of the free world. Now, at the same time, um, the Ayatollah of Iran, who likes to tweet death to America, and he tweets, you know, very terroristic things on there. ISIS would tweet things on there. Al-Qaeda tweets things on there. You know, pedophiles tweet things on there. Now, those people, <laughs> they're, those, those, those groups, they're allowed to still have their Twitter, those, they're still allowed to have their Twitter account. And Google out there is being, you know, a little, little, little hypocrite. They're trying to ban Parler. Well, they did. They banned, They took Parler off their Google App Store. So the only way now you can get Parler, which is basically is littered with conservative thought, is by going directly to their website. Now their app is not functioning correctly because there's a lot of people, you know, just going onto Parler. They're giving. They're. They're getting rid of Facebook. But again, Apple, they're trying to get rid of the, the parlor app as well. And, and you know what? Parler may not even work on an iPhone. It may not even start working on, on an Android phone. And here it is. The Democrats and the big social media giants, they're just se- trying to censor the Trump movement. They're trying to censor conversation that they disagree with. They're just like my friends quote-unquote friends, who wanted to get rid of me. Well, they, they want to get rid of all Trump supporters. They want all of us in the shadows. They want all of us to be considered crazy. They don't want our ideas, our rhetoric to be heard. There's this other guy who's in charge of the um, Brandon something. I forgot his last name. But uh he's in charge of this movement called the Walk Away Movement. And the Walk Away Movement targets um, college left leaning kids and encourages them to walk away from the left be, and encourages them to not, and, and he doesn't go out there and rightly say, Hey, you know, become a Republican. He just says, This is what they believe in. Here's what the conservas- conservatives believe in. Hey, make your choice. And they're naturally coming over to the right. You know, there, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much to go over to the right if you have a half a brain. You will eventually move over to the right because it just makes sense. The left is all emotion. Their arguments are purely emotion and it's all anger and hate. Anger, hate, and paranoia mixed in with a lot of fear. Oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. I'm so angry. Now, Republicans are pretty much the same way, right? At the, you know, there, there's a big portion of us are angry, fearful, and a big portion of us is paranoid too, because that's just a natural thing. But the Republicans always try to base their arguments in fact or evidence. Now, I'll be the first one to say a lot of this evidence may be tainted. Yeah, in, even this voter fraud thing, it may be tainted. Who knows? But here's But here's what really bothers me, is that why can't we examine the evidence in a court of law? Why can't we hear both sides? I want to hear if voter fraud did happen or did not happen. I want to hear what Dominion has to say. I want to hear. I want to see the algorithm. Why won't Dominion release their algorithm for the public to view and have um, IP specialists or, or IT specialists? I'm sorry, IT specialists. You know those those, uh, those brains, right? Who can who speak another language? Who speak who speak computer code? Why can't they be given the opportunity to examine this? You know forensically. They don't. What, and so then your mind starts thinking, well, what the hell are they hiding? I mean, it's only natural to say, hey, you know, if you murdered someone and you hide the murder weapon, that means you must have be you must be guilty in some sort, right? So if you may have cheated and you don't want to show the algorithm, well, there's something must be there. That's just called intuition. I mean, it's almost like what I hear from the democratic side. It's like if a woman shows up beaten and her face is beaten, and she says my husband did it, and the husband says, "Well, like, well you don't have no proof that I did it. You don't have the you don't have the weapon." And we say, "Well, why, why don't we examine? Why don't she press charges? Can't she just press charges in court?" And but she's not even allowed to press charges. If, if Donald Trump got his ass beaten, he wouldn't have his day in court. It's the same thing, you know. And even if this woman who got beaten and said, "I want to go to court," I want to go to go to court, and the judge says, "No, that's okay. We don't want, want to even examine the evidence. We don't even want to question this guy. We don't want to even question your husband who beat you to a pulp, um, because of procedural things. Well, you filed it too late. I'm sorry. You know there was a there was a paperwork on here which you, which said that well you know the evidence was evidence wasn't really collected right. You know all the blood on the mattress and everything. You know it." It wasn't, we didn't read him his rights or anything like that. So he's going to go scot-free. And you know what? Sometimes that happens. But but here's the thing. This is what's happening all over right now in the United States with, with Donald Trump. He's not given his due process. The American people aren't given his due process. And here we are. You have some people who are paranoid on the right and saying, well, maybe this is the reason why they're not. And everyone starts jumping to conclusions because everyone's left in the dark. There's a big hole in the story you know, a huge hole. What are they supposed to think? And they're out there at the Capitol, and they're out there storming into the Capitol, and most of them are doing it because they believe, Antifa may have started it, but then again, they believe in their rights, that their country's being taken, and this may be their last stand. And who knows? Maybe they were right. That's the scary thing about it. You know what I saw today happen? You know, the president gets his social media account taken away. He's in, he's in Twitter jail. Now, how many of us have been in Facebook jail? It's mostly conservatives, by the way. Mostly conservatives. Now, I've gotten death threats on Facebook. And those people, I've reported those people to, to, um, to the uh, Facebook administrators. I, they didn't get suspended. Absolutely nothing. You know? I've had people use my photos on Facebook. I've I've told I've told Facebook, hey, you're, this company's using my wedding photos. They haven't done anything. Those companies are still operating false, fake wedding companies trying to book wedding couples, taking people's money. Facebook doesn't. Facebook says, well, that's not our area to police, so they won't police fraud. But here they go, taking down this guy Brandon's his his website, his um leave the left website. You know, it's it's crazy, and then Donald Trump's you know you know website getting taken down or him getting suspended from from Facebook, YouTube videos getting taken down, you know you have people conservatives losing followers, you know conservative voices, some newly newly minted conservatives like like Leo over there on I forgot his name Leo 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 Terrell, he was a hardcore. Democrat who became a Trump supporter this year like many 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 blacks who actually crossed over He's a black man. He was a black civil rights attorney Rabid anti-Trumper and then he saw the light one day And he is all in it for Trump and he lost about 8,000 followers on Twitter just overnight Can you imagine that so what we're seeing now? (laughs) This is scary Social media they're private companies right they are private companies but they are not at all uh, I guess okay I'm going to try to figure this out I'm going to try to phrase this very clearly for you the social media companies hide beti- hide behind this veil of of corporatism they are saying that we can censor you know a B and C users because we feel their, their content is not appropriate. And we can do this because we're a private corporation. They are, not, they are not in charge. This is not freedom of speech because they're a corporation. They're a company. And a company has a right... To censor speech. They have a right to tell you what you can and cannot say. And that's very, very true because again, if you're a, if you're a company, you have a right to say, Hey, you know, we don't want our employees or our, our customers to act a certain way. You know, you, if you want a business, you have to come in here, dress appropriately. You know, this is a black tie type of restaurant, or you have to have at least, at least a shirt on and shoes. They have that rule over at McDonald's. You can tell that you can demand, you can demand certain realistic things of your customer. So we are here on Facebook. We are a customer. Um, and then if they don't like the speech, you know, the way we talk, they do have this right because they are a corporation or a company to actually censor you or say that's not appropriate. We don't approve. But this social media, it's a whole new beast. Social media has become the first amendment here in America. Social media is that big that it, the expression of free thought on social media is that much of a threat that China has banned social media. They don't want Facebook there because it is a representation of free speech. You know, China recognizes that Facebook is the First Amendment and they don't want it there. You know, know, if you're over there in China, you, you have to have a virtual IP to use Facebook and if you get caught in China using Facebook to communicate with the outside world, you can go to jail. So they have this, over there in China, they have this other uh, um, app called WeChat, where everyone, you know, talks over there, and then the Chinese government can monitor whatever you're saying. Now, (laughs) here's the crazy thing. Facebook is monitoring everything we say. You know, Facebook is monitoring all your chats, all what you post. They're data mining you, and they're (laughs) they're even spying on your conversation right now. They're spying on my conversation right now because sometimes when I talk about certain things, I I mean, right now, when I use, here's the funny thing. I just talk about podcasting a lot because I'm just starting up and say, hey, you know, I think I want to start podcasting. And all of a sudden these Facebook ads or my YouTube ads, they start talking about, they have podcast um, advertisements in there. I didn't even search for podcasts on YouTube. I didn't even search for a podcast thing on Facebook. And all of a sudden they're popping up in my feed and that's because my phone is listening to me. Isn't that scary? And they can do this all under this corporate veil, this, this corporate protection. They spy, they have more data on us than the NSA. Isn't that scary? They have all of our photos, our childhood photos, what kind of animals we like, what we like, what we don't like where we stand politi- politically, how much we make, what companies we own, what are our aspirations, our own personal problems. Some people write about their personal problems on top of there, and they think they're just talking to their, their spouses or their, or their close-knit group when they're actually talking to the world because Facebook takes this data and they give it away. They sell it, right? <laughs> but here's the thing. Social media, all of these giants they're in it with the democrat party the democrat party twitter facebook instagram whatsapp most of them what am i missing here they're all they're all with it they're all in it with the democrat party they helped the democrats get nominated so now that the democrats have power they feel they have more power they actually do so here they are, and they're out there censoring the conversation for them. They censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. They continue to take down videos. You know, it was really funny. I was watching Tucker Carlson. He had a, he had a video today on um, on this entire thing, what I'm talking about right now, about big tech censoring people. And as I'm watching this, this is directly from the Fox News website now, the Fox News channel, the Fox News YouTube channel. And... That that video he gets taken down by YouTube. While I'm watching it, isn't that crazy? It just cuts. It just cuts to black, and it goes. It goes to the next video. I try to find that video on Fox. It's gone. Now I think they put it back up there, but it it just disappeared. And maybe they took it down. I'm I'm just being a nut about it, but then, I don't think so. I don't think so. I I tried to find other criticisms on on a, um by conservative voices about YouTube YouTube taking down their videos. And those videos are taken down too. Isn't that crazy? So we're seeing censorship and they're getting away with it because they're hiding behind the corporate veil. They're saying, oh, we're not the government. We don't have to give you your first amendment rights, your free speech. And the Democrats are using that as a weapon. They're saying, no, we're not censoring you. You still have your your freedom of speech we're just taking away the major soapbox that you have. So, so no, you don't no longer have a soapbox to stand on. You, you, you literally now, to get out the, the, the conservative word, will have to take a soapbox down on the corner of the street and evangelize. Evangelize the people walking by, like how they did in the old days. Because social media now, for Facebook, is basically dying. If you're a conservative out there, I bet you've been in Facebook jail and apparently you're in good company because President Trump is in an indefinite Facebook jail. Amazing. So they want to take away your guns and the Democrats want to take away your free speech. They want to call you terrorists. They want to call you Nazis. Nazis who are anti-Semitic and the Democrats are against the Jews, by the way. They're against Israel. You know, it just, I have no idea where our country is going. And I don't want to sound like a conspiracy nut to people. I really don't. But it doesn't sound good, does it? It really doesn't. So where do we go from here? I mean, really, where do we go from here? I, I, it's to a point where I feel like we have to go to a different country. Or I feel that something major has to happen. I, I feel like we're headed toward a civil war because the left is doing everything in their power to cheat, to lie to you, to hide things from you, to blind you, to maintain power because they know that if the truth came out there, and they're the same as many other Democrats, that if their evidence is cross-examined, their whole argument will just crumble so they don't even wanna have the conversation. These Democrats over there on the Hill, they're just like your friends who unfriended you of 20 years who just said, Hey, I don't want to talk to you because you're some type of evil. They're the same thing. The Democrats are up there, they're like, I don't want to talk to you because I think you're some kind of evil. Now, of course, they have the right to believe that, you know, right? They have they have the, all the right to be paranoid, but they don't have the right to take away your speech in the meantime. And that's what they're doing. Because they don't want you to spread words to other people. And say, hey, this could catch on, and all of a sudden, their fraud, right? And we know they did cheat at, at this election. We know for a fact they cheated. <laughs> their fraud won't be enough to overcome all of the anger out there in the American, the Americans would have. It it may come down to a civil war. It may come down to a civil war, people. Because, right now. I don't see any other, any other solution. And you know, what I just said right now could be, could be interpreted as hate speech because it could be as though they may say, wow, Steve Young, right, is calling for, for a civil war. You know, he's calling for a, you know, for a, um, a revolt. <laughs> you know, they may t- take what I say out of context. That's what they do. They love to do that. Well, what can I say, people? What can I say? All right, you know I was going to talk about my brisket today, but um, getting a little bit late here, I better go to bed. It's four thirty-two a.m. in the morning. I got to get ready for my barbecue. I got to serve the barbecue now that I made it. Right? <laughs> Here's the funny thing: I may not even be able to barbecue when the, when the liberals get up get get themselves in power. They really don't like barbecue. They hate when you burn wood. They were against Boy Scouts starting campfires. What do you think about me when I'm burning like, you know, loads of lumber, smoking? Like, literally, I smoke things. I smoke meat. <laughs> I, I actually smoke meat to, to put flavor into there. But you know, if I served, if liberals like my food, then I guess it'll be okay, right? I can get an exemption because I'm doing greater good for the liberal community, right? Hmm. Or maybe I run for office. Maybe I run for office and I have to be a liberal. I have to be a liberal and run for office and I can gallivant around, open up any business I can do and I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Yeah, I'll tell you, how, before I go, I'll tell you one more story. Um, We had those, uh, what was it called, the G20? We had the G20 uh, conference here in Hawaii. Uh, I think it was a while it was, it was a while back and they were coming here every now and then and this, these are when all of the politicians from all different countries that come down to Hawaii and they're all staying over in Waikiki and Waikiki's um we have a pretty bad uh, prostitution problem down there, and the prostitutes down in Waikiki are very high class. They're uh, young girls, and they're also very good looking. It's sad, and you you look at these girls out there, and you can tell they're prostitutes because they're standing on the corner. You really look at them; they look very young, but they're pimp, and everyone they they can't. They're trying to crack down on it and try to rescue these girls, but there's not much that can be done be, un, unless they're caught in the act. Anyway. It's really sad you know anyway so um there's a handful of them down there on cojillo Street and uh I'm not sure how many but there's enough to where if you walk around them you'll bump into maybe three or four of them and and they will proposition you just right out if even if you're there you're there with your family they'll proposition with you because they're young they don't know any better and um the g20 comes down and all of a sudden there's so much prostitutes that that flat are trafficked in. That it, it looks as though there's like a like like some type of big convention coming on, and they're all walking the streets. It's just amazing. Like how many how many flat out prostitutes flew in, were trafficked in um, by their pimps for the politicians. Most of them, and from what I've heard, are for the American politicians. That's how bad it is. You know these 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 politicians and the people who surround them there's a reason why they call it the swamp they are bad people they are corrupt people <laughs> and and apparently from what i've learned from what the research i've learned is that yeah the sex traffickers well they go where the politicians go so you'll find a lot of them over in DC whenever all these political political conventions are you'll find all the pro- all these underage prostitutes can you imagine that? They're not good people. Republican and Democrat. They're in there for too long. They're not doing good things. And I bet, and, I, and here's what I bet. You know, the poli- these politicians, they're not smart people. They are dumb. And I know the, that they probably took selfies with these prostitutes or some, type, or some type of video that probably exists on top of there. And, and you know what? They're, they're going to get... I, I I think people leverage them with it. I really do. they I mean, they really do. Because remember what I told you about before, like how how you can tell a liar a lie because people who lie a lot, who are not very good professionals at it, they self project their own insecurities, their their own sins onto the person they're accusing it of. And one thing they accused Donald Trump of was making this like Russian P tape, tape with um with prostitutes. <laughs> okay that's sick that's really sick how did he ever come up with that idea it's not just prostitutes it's a p tape like has a urination party going on there with prostitutes that he that he slept with and there's a videotape out there that <laughs> that um, that that somehow is like you know circulating like the parascotten video except nobody has ever saw it because it's all completely fake i think that was self projection i think the democrats you know someone has a p tape out on them I really do I really do uh, you know, I can't prove it, and I think some of these people are leveraged, maybe there's some Republicans out there who have you know um these uh th- these uh sexual tapes out on them I really do, oh boy, where do we go from here people i don't have an answer I really don't all right i got i better i can just keep talking people I better get going so four thirty seven a m It's time to go to bed. I'll talk to you later, guys.